Ladies and gentlemen, we are back here on the Pineapple Couch, episode 124. Today is Friday, October 22nd, and a huge shout out to Mark Wassmer for this electric intro that will be the intro for all of our Friday podcasts for the future. I'm trying to think of a name for it, so if any listeners have a good uh, any good ideas for what we should call it, let me know. I'm a sucker for a good alliteration. Um, big episode today. I'll be joined by John Robbins. We're going to be talking about uh, the NBA Top 75 Players list, an update on Ben Simmons, Thursday Night Football, take a look at Week 7 NFL, give out some picks, do some sports trivia, and introduce a new segment called Florida Man of the Week. Um, John, how you doing? Great. It's awesome to be back on the pod, second time in, what, a week? It's yeah, it's like second sports. time in like four days. It's good. Um, yeah, it's... It's, we're in full swing of sports right now. Scott Hansen yesterday posted that there was he had five TVs in his living room. Scott Hansen has an electric setup. And there's five different <laughs> sports on, ranging from hockey, baseball, basketball, college football. and uh, Oh, Scott has it all. NFL, yeah. So, yeah, Scott, Scott was Hansen's uh, a man. Because I don't have the red zone with Scott Hansen, the one I have, because someone just put in theirs for free, and it's some other guy, and he's oh, that's, he sucks. That's the dude who looks like an elf. He sucks, dude. Like he, yeah, that's he that's makes brutal. the weirdest comments. Like Scott is I miss Scott. My, my guide on Sundays. I need him. Uh, I don't know how you're surviving, uh, Johnny. That top seventy-five players list. What did you think of it? I think Clay Thompson got snubbed, and so does he. He's pissed. Uh, yeah, Clay's the. I don't understand people who would argue that Clay is not a top 75 player of all time. It's kind of ridiculous. I also, I do not understand how Damian Lillard is on it and Kyrie Irving isn't. Or why is Russ on it over Kyrie? Kyrie hit one of the biggest shots in NBA history. Yes, it sucked. Yeah, they're not valuing championships as much as... Also, like. what's with these guys from so many guys from the 40s and even, 50s? Yeah, like Hal Greer, like, really? Like Paul Arizin, Dolph Shays? Like, come on. Clay Thompson's is, better than all these bums. He is. I mean, think about it. I don't even and think Roman Rowe like, should be on this list. Pete Maravich shouldn't be on this list. How is Dwight Howard not on this list? That I mean, I know Dwight is like the butt of a lot of jokes, but he was the best center in the NBA for like five, six years took a team to an NBA finals, like four defensive players of the year. Like he was elite. I don't understand how he's not on this list. It's also weird to me how like Manu or Tony Parker isn't on this list. Joe Dumars is Joe Dumars on this list. Brown is on this list. If Joe Dumars isn't on this list, that is a crime. I don't see Joe Dumars. Wow. How the fuck is Joe Dumars not on this list? I, it's just, I don't know. It, everyone's going to complain about this list. It is hard to do Whenever this. Whenever you're going to release a list like this, so like the people are going to be upset. Oh yeah, for sure. But like, no matter. But I don't know why. Like, dude, why are there so many players? That I don't like. I've never heard of Dolph Shays. Also, how is Anthony Davis? Player. I don't like. I would argue, Clay Thompson should be on there easily over Anthony Davis. Like, not why really aren't they? Close. I feel like they. The three. Rings how is Damian Lillard on it? But Nikola Jokic or Luka isn't. Jokic should be on it over Dame. Giannis is on there, right? Yeah, Giannis is on it, as he should be. I mean, I think I would say Clay Thompson's better than Reggie Miller and Ray Allen. Clay Thompson's better than Paul Pierce. 
He's better than Paul Pierce. Yeah, he's better than Walt Frazier. I think Paul Pierce I mean, should probably be on the list, but I mean, I think he's like the seventies. He's late. Yeah, I, I I don't get it. I I do not get. Maybe it's is a little biased here by us. Yeah, Clay's pissed. What did he say exactly hey. again this morning? He was like, I've been thinking about it again, and I just don't know how I'm not top seven. I don't know. He just posted twice about it. It's kind of funny. Yeah. I People just have thought how good he is. People talk about him like he's Kyle Korver. It's like, what, what the fuck are we doing here? He's Bradley Beal with elite defense. He is. And um, I'm excited for an angry Clay. I mean, really quick, John, if, unless you have anything on the top 75 players list, because I think we made the point everyone's going to complain about something. So that was my biggest takeaway was Kyrie Clay. But um, Warriors off to a nice start here. I know Good, they nice. choked a bit last night, and but it was and it, they blew a lead. But I love what I'm seeing out of Steph. I like what I'm seeing out of the role players, Bielitsa, Otto Porter. It is awesome to have Andre Iguodala back, just the steadiness of having him on the floor. Um, and Steph and Curry is going for an MVP, John. Uh, yeah. I know it's just been two games, but. Literally after his triple-double and they beat the Lakers, he didn't play that well. And he said in his interview, he's like, I played like shit, but we still yeah. won. Like, he's just so raw. I hammered Steph Curry's over for points. Easy lock last night. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, pro- he almost got it in the first quarter, I imagine. I know, um, 25 it- in the first. And he didn't miss a shot or a free throw. Unbelievable. Um, I'm, again, overreaction only two games in. The Warriors are, I don't want to say back, but they have vibes of older, like diff- of the past Warriors teams where the way they move the ball, just the vibes on the team, If even if that sounds lame. Um, so I like what I'm seeing out of them. Uh, Johnny, what do you think about this Ben Simmons shit? So he says I he's saw, not mentally prepared to play. What does that even mean? He's just soft. Yeah, but I, that's, that's we have to we what? have to praise people for that now. We have to praise people for that because he's soft. We don't want to. I mean, it's just uh, mental health is obviously no joke at all. But I mean, this sounds like Ben Simmons has tried every single trick in the book to not play on this team, and so now he's saying he spoke to Doc Rivers and Bead and the entire team saying. He accepted how he needs to take responsibility, how everyone needs to, including himself. That's a weird thing to say. But he informed them that he's not mentally ready yet to play. Um, so, I mean, I don't think this is a giant surprise with... I mean, there's obviously something in Ben Simmons' head in the playoffs last year. He had no confidence. So, I, I don't understand why he didn't just come out with this initially because if he did does this initially, I think it's a lot less stressful of a process, which is why part of me thinks that this is just another excuse on the excuse train. But people will think I'm insensitive as fuck for that. But also, I, I truly couldn't care less. So, I mean, what do you think? I, I, I don't like Ben Simmons anymore. It's just every week there's just another thing like this. He's soft. I don't want him on the Warriors anymore. Oh, God, no. It, it sucks. It's, it's just so, I don't want that. Like, what is going on? It's just really, in, here's, let me take the perspective of an NBA fan here. This will sound lame, but if Ben Simmons fucks up Joel Embiid's career for us, 
Like we don't get to see Joel Embiid in huge playoff games because Ben's they don't get the value they wanted for they deserve for Simmons or Simmons stays and continues to suck and like that will suck because I think Joel Embiid would be an all time guy. We've seen him in the playoffs how hard he goes. Having Embiid in finals like imagine in a couple years if we had a, a Jokic Embiid matchup in the finals that would be electric. And Ben Simmons is fucking with the ceiling of that team so much, which is why even though I will be called insensitive again, don't care. I think this is another excuse because, I mean, he was hurt yesterday. The day before, he just didn't want to play. Like, there was rumors, Johnny, that basically, I heard this on Bill Simmons, that last year before Game 7 of Atlanta, Game 6 or 7, one of the two in the playoffs, Ben Simmons kept, like, trying to make people think, like, oh, I might have COVID, actually. I was in contact with that trainer, blah, blah, blah. And people on the team, like, felt like he was trying to find an excuse not to play. That's and if that's so true, bad. that's insane. And the fact that that's coming out of the Sixers organization shows you what they feel that. about that's, him. That might be real. That, that that might be definitely real. There's a lot that's of people who so report. bad. Yeah. Tobias Harris on Twitter today, like kind of like defended Simmons and said they'll welcome him back when he comes back. Um, I don't know. Apparently Joel Embiid straight up asked Simmons, like, why do you want to be traded? I don't know what Ben Simmons said back. I uh, would love to be like a, a camera on the wall in that room and see that full conversation. Because Joel Embiid seems like somebody who would totally call someone on BS. Like, this is fucking bullshit, dude. Like, be real. So maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. Um, just not good. Not good things if you're a Sixers fan. <laughs> I've never seen They're a guy value crater this hard. It's insane. It's insane. Um, let's go to uh, let's talk a little Thursday night football, Johnny. Did you get to catch much of that game? I watched a little bit of it, bits and pieces, but shitty, um, shitty game. The Browns' third string running back looked kind of was beast. Yeah, uh, he, Ernest Johnson. Uh, people who are stocking the fantasy waiver wires, I didn't get him in my leagues because other people were closer on the waiver wire. So shout out to you if you got him because he balled out last night. 22 carries, 146 yards, and a touchdown. Um, I, I liked what I, I saw from uh, this Browns team in one of the shittiest situations you can possibly imagine with no Baker, missing parts of your offensive line, obviously no Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Um, this is not a good Denver team. It is unbelievable that they started 3-0. and Case Keenum sighting. He's he's a good backup quarterback. Stop giving us such shitty games on Thursday night football. Um, one thing, Johnny, I wanted to point out was, uh, so a fullback on the Browns caught a touchdown, or ran it in for a touchdown, or caught a touchdown, yeah. Johnny Stanton, he was, I believe, a year is a year older than me. And he was, he went to Tribuco Hills high school or to Soro. I think Tesoro actually is where he went. Not Sa- Santa Margarita. I think it was Tesoro. So if you don't, if you're not from Orange County, it's probably boring to you, but he went to a high school close by John and then went and played at Saddleback college and was a quarterback in high school and community college. And now he's a fullback for the Browns. So shout what? out Johnny Stanton. That's fucking awesome. That's crazy. Right? A quarterback, and if you look at him now, he's jacked as shit. Um, 
Yeah, he's he's friends with a uh, old buddy of mine, Tommy. So shout out Tom. Um, he was the punter on those teams, I believe. Uh, but yeah, Johnny Stanton showing <laughs> out for Orange punter. County. Yeah, Tommy, he was a good punter, man. Um, all right, uh, let's look at NFL or like. Do you even honestly have a takeaway from that Thursday night football game, or is it just like those teams? The Broncos suck. The Broncos suck. The Browns are they dealing with a lot of injuries. Odell Beckham Jr. Big win. They is win so that. bad, John. I hate Odell. He sucks. Is, is he the most overhyped athlete ever? Yeah. I mean, eh, what about like... Ben maybe? Simmons? <laughs> yeah, Ben Simmons. Zion. OBJ, yeah. Ben Simmons, and... Um, I mean, those are, I think, the two. I mean, if Zion never stays healthy, I guess Lonzo it's Ball is pretty fucking hyped. He was, but Lonzo's decent. Yeah, that was pretty good. I would say Ben Simmons and uh, Odell Beckham Jr. are the most overhyped athletes of the last ten years, unless we're forgetting someone. Because I, I I can't. Maybe RG three, Andrew yeah. Luck a little bit, but Andrew Luck was good. But then he just like, just damn, I miss Andrew Luck. Carson Wentz. Yeah, dude, he Honestly. sucks. He yeah, sucks. Every time I see him, it looks like he's throwing off his back foot about to get sacked. I don't understand that Philadelphia team, how they, they how he was so good that away. year, how they won with Nick Foles, how they beat the Patriots. I don't understand anything about that. That's what maybe the weirdest NFL season of my entire life. So weird. Mm-hmm. They were um, okay. an underdog in every single game. Yeah. They're fucking Nick Foles. <laughs> I know. Like, what that team was not, they have good defense. But how did that team win a Super Bowl? Alshon, Jeffrey, and Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz was like their best offensive player. Zach Ertz was good that year. Who is their running back back then? Did they even have a good, was it uh, LeGarrette? I think it was LeGarrette Blount. Was it LeGarrette Blount? I think he might have gone there after, and then he went back to New England. Not really sure. Yeah, because he got a ring. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was him. So, I mean, he went back to back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he did. Um, Remember when he, uh, I don't know if you're too young for this, but when when LeGarrette Blount was in college at Boise State, he punched this dude on Oregon. It was gnarly. Like, it was this big fight. I remember it was just like a giant. I think it was after the game or something. LeGarrette Blount just. I mean, he's a fucking giant dude. He just clocks some guy. So, but then he, remember that year he had like twenty touchdowns on the Patriots. He's the old like what Dad calls like you know the is it a bastard or is it a yeah, vulture? Yeah, bastard. Where he just oh, it, steals uh, the uh, touchdown. Yeah, well, a bastard in fantasy football. Back, That's like kinda. folks. So, yeah, bastards that. But it's also like uh like think about a team where. Let me try to think of an example like here. They, Tom Brady. Drives down the field at the seventy-yard line, and he throws it to Julian Edelman at the two-yard line, and then the Garrett Blunt runs it in. Or it's like a situation where, let's say, you had a I'll go Chargers for you. Let's say you're Ladanian Tomlinson, right? And LT is a bad example because he scored so many touchdowns. So let's just say you're Austin. Okay, here's an example. Sorry, everyone. Austin Eckler, the last year Melvin Gordon was on the team. Melvin Gordon wasn't nearly as good as he used to be. Austin Eckler would do a lot of the running down the field, and then Melvin Gordon would come in to pound it in. That's not even that great of an example. It's honestly these Patriots backs that are an example of this. 
Who is it? Uh, Rex Burkhead always used to do that, John. James right? White, Rex Burkhead. Peyton Hillis like basically started out as that and then exploded and then went away. Maybe Johnny Stanton will become one of those boys. Let's go. <laughs> that would be sweet. That would be sweet. Uh um. Yeah. So uh let's go into week seven here, John. I'm pulling up the lines. Uh ladies and gentlemen, this is the worst week of football we've had this season. It's bad. Johnny, it's bad. It's really bad. No charges. It's, it's so bad. I mean, not even that. There's just I think only two good matchups. The entire we week. got the, the Chiefs Titans is all right. Yep, and Bengals Ravens. Bengals Ravens is pretty good. So yeah, let's go through it. it all. I have leans on stuff. I'll give out some picks, see how we're feeling. Um, first game, Falcons at Dolphins. Falcons minus two and a half. Get the Dolphins money line at plus 110 over under 47 and a half. This is a gross game. But, Johnny, how, how we will approach this, I think, is Tua has been in headlines this entire week because they're theoretically maybe trying to trade for Deshaun Watson, right? Mm-hmm. Have you see, have you seen that? I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, so that might fuck with Tua's head. So I, I would go, I'm going to go Falcons minus two and I'm a half like here. Big Cat, dude. I might hammer the Falcons. Matt Ryan's not going to let me down. Big Cat is addicted to the Falcons. I um, the Falcons are nice on paper. They are. That's the story of the Falcons. They're like the Portland Trailblazers. Um, Falcons minus two and a half. I think we're both there. Let's go to the next game. Panthers at New York Giants. Uh, welcome, St- Stephen Stephon Gilmore. Or is it Stephen Gilmore from the Patriots, the super good cornerback? He's now Stephon going Gilmore, to Stephon Gilmore. He's suiting up now for the Panthers. First game with them. I think that Panthers secondary is going to terrorize Daniel Jones. Panthers are favored by three here. Giants money line plus 135 over under 42 seems kind of a bit like a season from hell with the Giants with all their injuries. As much as I don't trust Sam Darnold over the last couple weeks, I'm going to go Panthers minus three here. John, what are your thoughts? I like it. Is Saquon Barkley healthy? No. Oh, yeah. The Panthers been pretty good. Is Christian McCaffrey healthy? No. Hmm. I still like it. The Giants suck. The yeah, Panthers that's. I mean, it's gross that. games. Gross yeah, games. These games all suck. I'm, these games suck. Yeah. So Bengals at Ravens. Uh, Ravens favored by six and a half. Bengals money line plus two thirty over under forty six. Here's what's tough about this game. Wait, where is this game? In Baltimore. Oof. I could see the Bengals winning this game, or covering. I could also see. The Ravens winning by like 28 because of what they did to the Chargers last week. So maybe uh, what is happening here is we get a little case of the Ravens underestimating the Bengals coming off that huge win. And you get the Bengals to keep it close. That's what I'm going to go with. Plus six and a half, the Bengals. But damn, the Ravens. Looked so good last week. I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm going to take the Bengals plus six and a half here. Joey Burrow, uh, maybe a Coach O revenge game. Is he pissed off how they're treating old Coach O? <laughs> I made a parlay th- this week. What is it? It was all heavy favorites: Packers, Chiefs, and Bucks. That's a nice one. Thirty. So thirty. 
That, that's good. Good odds. What do you think of this Ravens Bengals? Um, I can see the Bengals winning. I just I really think the Bengals are super legit. Honestly, like I think it like one year after like they were so bad last year, but mm-hmm. I don't think they were as bad as people really thought. The injury really like, fucked it up. Yeah, like I think they're legit, but I think I would honestly bet Ravens six and a half just because due to the fact that it's in Baltimore. If it was in mm-hmm. Cincinnati, I think the Bengals could take this game easily. Though. I like that. Those are some good points. All right. Um, next game, the best game of the week, I think we'd say, is Chiefs at Titans. Titans coming off a huge win against the Bills on Monday Night Football. The Chiefs. Uh, beat the Washington football team last week. Chiefs favored by four and a half here, John, with a plus 180 money line for the Titans and an over-under in this game of 57 and a half. I like the Titans, and I like the over. You like the Titans? Titans plus four and a half and the over. I don't think the Chiefs' defense can stop anyone. I think we have a shootout, and I think the Titans keep it close, but the Chiefs win. Titans and the over. Okay, that's fair, as long as the Chiefs win. But you think the Titans are gonna lose by like three? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, if I had to choose though between betting the spread or the over, I would take just take the over, to be honest. Or like maybe like um no yeah, I would take the over. If so I could you, tease the Titans like to plus ten and a half, I take that. Plus four and a half in the over of fifty-seven and a half. I could. I would do that. I might do that. I would say, I wouldn't. I almost wouldn't bet them parlay. I would just. Individually, bet I would both individually bet them so you have a better chance if one fucks you up. Um, I I really like this over. I just think it's going to be a shootout. What do you yeah. think of this game? Who's tackling Derrick Henry in, on the Chiefs? No one. Absolutely Derrick, no one. Derrick Henry's due for an 80-yard touchdown this game. It feels like he gets one every single week. Mm-hmm. So I think that he'll run all over them, and I think, uh, I, I think Tannehill and the offense will be able to move the ball a little bit, even though Julio's dealing with an injury. So what what would you take, though? Would you take the Chiefs minus four and a half and then the over probably? Well, I just put Chiefs money line in my other stuff. But if I had to take like an individual bet, I wouldn't do that because minus 210, I'd probably just take the over. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thinking similar there. I can see a situation though where the Chiefs just blow the fuck out of them and score like 21 points in the first quarter and it's kind of just over before it really even starts. Two terrible defenses. And Derrick Henry, like, they can't even really give him a chance to get going in the run game. That makes me worried about that. I could. That makes me worried about that Titans plus four and a half. Damn it. There's no situation. Like, Chiefs aren't going three and four. I know I keep saying this all the time this whole season, and they're still not looking that crazy, but Chiefs are winning this game. Okay. Okay. Um, Two crappy games here. Here's how we'll look at it. You got the Jets at the Patriots. The Patriots favored by seven. And then you have the Jets money line at plus 260 over under 42 and a half. You have the football team at the Packers football team or Packers favored by eight. Excuse me. Football team money line plus 300 over under 47 and a half. What I like here, John, is I want to six point tease it. I want to go Patriots minus one and Packers minus two. Parlay that. Bang. Patriots minus one. What would the odds be on that? Like Probably like minus 115. It's not bad. Minus one. Yeah, I mean, like. That 30 win like 28. Yeah, um, that's usually how they are. Yeah, so I like that tease there because I, I mean, obviously, I the Packers minus eight, I think, is very, very much in play. I like that bet. 
But um, I don't like the Patriots minus seven, so that's why I would tease that one down. But I do think the Patriots will win. The Jets is just like flip a coin. I have no idea what the fuck's going to happen. What, what, your thoughts on this? I would want to – I don't like minus ah, – I might bet Patriots minus seven, honestly. I think that's a good Really? Bet. Over Packers minus eight? Which one would you choose between? If you, would you take Packers minus eight or Patriots minus seven? Patriots minus seven. I think the football team has a decent defense, at least. I think that, that's what it was last cool. year. They suck this defense this year. I have them in fantasy. They've been fucking me. Really? Shit. Yeah, but, I mean, you might be right here. Okay, so. I don't know. I, I why they play the games. Patriots just lost a really tough game. I think they come, they bounce back. Okay, I, I see that logic. Uh, next game, oh, baby, the Goffster. Oh, Jared God. Goff and the Jesus. Detroit Lions it's, returning oh God, home to the Rams. Spread. Rams are favored by 16. Lions money line plus 725 over under 50 and a half. Um, I'm the most confident in this game of anything. I'm yeah, backing my boy Jared Goff. And I'm taking the Lions plus 16. The Lions lose in heartbreaking ways. And Matt Stafford could fuck around sometimes. I guess if Matt Stafford wants to go kill the Lions, there's that aspect of it. But it's in Los Angeles. Thus, it means it's a Jared Goff revenge game. The Goffster start his starting job in jeopardy. Jared Goff bounce back. They still lose by 10 at least. But I like the plus 16. I, I'm not laying 16 points. And if Jared Goff's going to bounce back for the future of the Goffster, I love the man. Lions plus 16. Let's go. Let's ride. I like that. Do you like the Lions plus 16? I didn't think about it until you made that argument. But, yeah, I mean, 16 points is so many. To That's so play. much. And their they line should not be 0-6. They're not an 0-6 caliber team. Like, yeah. they lost so many close games. And I, I, I want to see Jared Goff play with a fire under his butt and play pissed off. The thing, though, when you bet against the Rams, it's just it sucks because you know when the team, if you're betting against them, when the team you're betting against, when the team you're betting on is on offense against them, you have to watch Aaron Donald, Jen Ramsey just wreak havoc. So that could be a problem for old Jared, but maybe Jared knows their weaknesses. The Goffster, my friend. Jared, no, the, Jared's got everything on Jalen Ramsey. The Goffster. Um, next game here, Eagles at Raiders. Raiders favored by a field goal. Over over under 48 and a half. Eagles money line plus 125 here, John. Um, I like the Raiders minus three. I like the Raiders minus three like a lot. I I think a lot of people are saying that stay away from the Raiders this week because they had such a high last week of their where they all banded together after all the Gruden shit and won a big game. Probably a lot of emotions, right? I think yeah. the Raiders are a lot better than the Eagles. And I think that they like this new coach. And I'm. He's a player I'm, coach, he said, right? And I'm buying on the Raiders making it close to get to the playoffs because they always do. And it's always heartbreaking. So I think the Raiders handle this game. I like the minus three. Um, and I think it is time for Philadelphia. You, everyone jumped on this Jalen Hurts is good thing in the beginning of the year for a few couple games. Um, It's time for Philadelphia to start Gardner Minshew. <laughs> it's ridiculous oh, that he's not starting. I'm being I'm not that's not even a bit, John. Gardner Minshew should be starting today for the Eagles. So hopefully 
what can happen here is we get the Raiders just beat the shit out of the Eagles, and my boy Gardner can re- revitalize that some lost, garbage time. lost organization. So Raiders minus three. Thoughts on that game? Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Raiders minus three for plus 100. Isn't that is that what it is? Yeah, I have plus that's, 105. That's, that's basically very saying. good. That's yeah, I really good. like that Raiders minus three. Um, next game, Bears, Bucks. Uh, Bucks favored by 11 and a half. This one's uh, over. <clears throat> Bears money line plus 450 over under 47 points. Justin Fields, credit to him. He's looked better each and each week. Um, and the Bucks secondary, John, is a bit banged up. Has not looked that great this season. However, I mean, minus 11 and a half. I guess I would lay it if I had to choose a side here. Um, but I think that the Bucks are a prime candidate to tease to like five and a half. But again, if you're making me choose, I think this Bucks Bears game goes a little similar to when the Bucks played the Dolphins and just waxed them. It's home game for the Bucks. Fuck it. Lay the eleven and a half. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that Bucks are gonna I don't know. I like the Bucks a lot to throw in in like a parlay just because I think it's such a lock, even though the odds aren't that good, but just throw it in. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Yeah. So let's go over the last but two games. I wouldn't games. know if I'd individually bet anything on this game. Like, you I wouldn't, wouldn't lay 11.5. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable with either side. Like, it's okay. kind of not a bet I love. What about yeah. you? feel strongly about laying 11.5? If I'm gonna lay eleven over, if I'm gonna lay double digits with any team in the NFL, I feel the most comfortable laying it with the Bucks. Bucks or Bills, probably. I think those are the two best teams in the NFL still. So I and this Bears team, it's a rookie quarterback. Um, even though he's looked pretty good decently, I have to start him in fantasy this week because of a bye in a two QB league. Um, I, I, yeah, Johnny, I I would lay the eleven and a half. I'm going to lay it. It's not I would. I'm going to lay the 11 and a half, folks. I'm going to lay it. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Texans at Cardinals. Cardinals minus 17 and a half. Jesus Christ. Uh, You get Texas Texans money line plus 800 over under 47 and a half. They're doing these lines because they don't want us to just keep teasing the Cardinals and teams like this. Um, Listen, the Cardinals, they're six and no. They're legit. This is a game that they're, they're 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 looking past this. They're not they're like, oh, we're gonna roll the Texans. I fuck it. I'm fuck yeah, I'm taking the Texans plus 17 and a half. I, I mean, I'm not laying 17 and a half with the Arizona Cardinals. That's the difference, like between the Bucks and the Cardinals when we're talking about the NFC. Not laying that. I wouldn't lay 17 and a half with the Bucks, but I think it's ridiculous that the Cardinals are favored by 17 and a half. I think this should be about a 13 point line. So I would take the uh, Texans fucking Davis Mills plus 17 and a half. But that's like, that's gross. But in this situation, I would lean that. Um, is this just a stay away for you, John? Or are you looking, what, what's your angle? You're really putting on this me, game? I didn't think about any of these games before you said that, but you're putting it into perspective with the seven. Like that's just so much like it's, it's, Two touchdowns in it's four scores <coughs> or three scores technically if you got three touchdowns, but like it's but it could it's be a two lot touchdowns and a field goal you'd still be winning. Mm-hmm. So wild, yeah. I would I'd lay the points here, and I think that this is the time of the season where we're gonna start to see 
these huge spreads and it's going to suck for us looking at them because we're going to be in our minds like, oh, the Cardinals are 6-0, they're so good, or things change as the NFL season goes along. So this is why I'll, I'll take the points. Plus 17, are you kidding me? It is in Arizona, but like, I don't know, no offense, John, do the Cardinals have a rowdy fan base? No. They're like, way more 40, I think there are more 49ers fans than Cardinals fans when we get to the game. Yeah, that's what I would have assumed. Um, last game, um, Saints-Seahawks. <laughs> Shit. Saints favored by four and a half here. Seahawks led by Geno Smith, that money line, plus 185, over under 42 and a half. I bet on the Seahawks last week when they played the Steelers. It just sucks betting on Geno Smith and that Seattle offense. It just sucked. There was nothing enjoyable about it. Even when they made it to overtime, I didn't feel good. So, we'll take Jameis minus four and a half. Um, Yeah, I think they, I mean, I think the last time, too, these two teams played, um, the Saints actually were starting Teddy Bridgewater, and they beat the fucking brakes off the Seahawks. So, I anticipate that will happen again. Saints minus four and a half on Sunday Night Football. Did we talk about uh, Colts Niners? Oh, no. We should definitely talk about that. Where's that line? Uh, the Colts plus four at minus 110, plus 170, even, and the Niners. Did I skip that? I don't even see. I, is That's it not Sunday up on Bavada? That's the, I'm oh, St. Seahawks is Monday. Okay, on Bavada, yeah. it's not up right now. That's my bad, folks. So that I like the Saints on Monday night. John, can you give us the – what's the Niners-Colts? Uh, the Colts are – Plus four and then plus one seventy money line. The over under is forty three, and the Niners like, are minus four, minus one ten, minus two hundred yeah. money line. Four Niners minus four, bang bang. Colts suck. Carson Wentz sucks. Kyle Shanahan is just a good coach. Um, so I'll take them in this game. What are you? Yeah. You seem hesitant. Or uh, I like the Niners. You, you still? Did you take the Colts? No, I said I take the Niners minus four. Oh, yeah, I agree. Sorry. I thought you said you'd take the Colts because you said Carson Wentz is good and Frank Reich's a good coach. No, no. The other way around, I think Kyle Shanahan can deal with the injuries on the Niners and just outplay the Colts. I will take Kyle Shanahan in that. Um, Other thing I wanted to say, I forgot to mention in that Texans-Cardinals game, John, is I like the over 47.5 in that game. The over 47.5? Yeah. Not not that much, but... Yeah, so if we can, if the Texans can get some garbage time touchdowns or whatever, Literally, I like that over. Get like thirteen points. Yeah, so I'll take that as well. Um, all right, that's NFL Week Seven. To go over it one more time with you folks, I'm liking Falcons minus two and a half. So is Johnny. We're both on Panthers minus three. Uh, I'm on Bengals plus six and a half. He's on Ravens minus six and a half. I'm on Titans plus four and a half and the over. Johnny, I believe, would lean Chiefs. He has that money line, and then he looks at that over as well. Jets, Patriots, Johnny feels like they could lay seven if he had to choose between that or the Packers laying eight to the football team. I'll take the Patriots and Packers and tease them down to one and two, but I'll also lay the eight with the Green Bay Packers. Lions, Rams, we both like to take the points with the Goffster plus 16. Eagles, Raiders, we like the Raiders minus three. Um, I think the Eagles suck. Give them Minshew. 11 and a half by the Bucks. I'm going to lay that. I don't think Johnny will. Johnny's got some other targets there. Texans, Cardinals, 
Hey, folks, we're back in the underdogs this week. We'll take that plus 17 and a half. I'll also take that over. Um, I'll take the Saints minus four and a half. Johnny, you're on that Saints minus four and a half, correct? Yeah. And that's Monday night, though. And then we're both looking at 49ers minus four. I think the 49ers minus four is a pretty good bet. I was going to say, I. In Sunday night football? I think that's good. I think it could. It'll be interesting to see how the line moves with injury stuff comes out. Um, I. I'm not as confident as you are in 49ers minus four, though, because what the Colts, they're just weird sometimes. I do, I will, I, if I'm leaning Niners, and I'll probably, I'm definitely betting on it because it's Sunday Night Football, so I'll take Niners minus four. But the, Carson Wentz can, in the Colts, like that Ravens game, John, like that was weird, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. I agree. So let's go. We got a cool segment here, folks. We're going to do... Uh, Sporkle Sports Trivia Quiz. I am going to, um, so basically what it is, is, um, we have seven minutes to name every NBA MVP ever. I'll put the link to this in the, um, podcast notes so you guys can play along while we do. Um, but it's from 1955 to 2020. Um, and if you're not familiar with how Sporkle works, you hit the timer and then you start typing in names. There's no punishment for guessing wrong, really. You're just wasting time. But also, like, for example, Stephen Curry has won two MVPs. If you enter him, it'll cover for both of them. You don't have to enter his name twice. Does that make sense, John? Yep. All right. This so, is yeah, this is going to be good. How, uh, before we start, do we want to just go? I say we go, um, let's start in 1955. And just try and do yeah. as many as because I it says it says folks what team that player is oh, on. So nice. that will help. That will help. Um, I should share the screen with you, John. I don't know how to do that. Oh, no, there it is. Share screen. Um, okay, start sharing. Sorry, folks, that doesn't apply to you. But can you see it now, John? Yeah, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. All right, so we're gonna start the quiz here, folks. NBA M- every NBA MVP ever. Uh, they gave us seven minutes. I think it'll only take us four. Let's go. All right. We're starting. All right. 1955-1956 NBA MVP from the St. Louis Hawks. That's our boy Bob Pettit, John. Yep. Bob Cousy uh, next for the... Bob Pettit? Um, Is that his name? Yeah. How do you spell it? Look it up. Oh, fuck, folks. Don't You can't look it up. Can't look it up. can't look it up. You can't look up how to spell it? No, Kuzi is one, and he's the fifty-six, fifty-seven. Well, let's guess Bill Russell. All right, let's just let's not go time wide. Let's just name MVPs. Feed okay, them to Chamberlain. me. Chamberlain. Chamber. Oh god, I hate spelling his name. Well, um, we got him. That was like four. Uh, Michael Abdul Jordan. Jabbar. We have to fucking put in, which it's gonna suck. Kareem. Abdul. Jabbar. Oh, Christ. There's two U's, I think. Why is there two U's? Oh, oh my God. Just... Like, can we not look up spelling? Oh, my God. We can't, Brian, let me look up spelling. Nope, nope, we can't look up spelling. So let's what? move on. Oh Kobe. Oh, my gosh. Brian. Oh, Dave Cowens. Dave Cowens. Cowens. Curry. Um. Robertson, LeBron, James, LeBron, uh, David Robinson. Robinson, Tim Duncan, uh, Steve Nash, Robertson, um, folks, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. Oh fuck, 
Ola. Right, so I keep giving you the hard names. Juwan. Got it. Fuck yeah. West. Charles Barkley. Let's go. West. Um, Johnny, let's think about. Uh, oh, I see. Who would West have been unselled? Who was, unselled. Wow. Unselled. Jerry West was not one. West not um, an MVP? No. Uh, Magic. Right. Jesus. Bird. Bird. But Malone. I, Malone, yeah. Um, Dr. J, did he win yeah. one? He did. Um, Moses Malone, we got that too for the Carl Malone. We need Shaq. We got Shaq. Uh, Iverson. We're looking at 0304 Timberwolves. Garnett. Um, Dallas Mavericks, 06. Nowitzki. Nowitzki. Wow, I guess how to spell Dave, that. Dave, I don't know how Dave I got Rose lucky. 2010, Rose, um, OKC, oh, Durant, Durant, Harden, yeah. Westbrook. Westbrook, Giannis, folks. We're naming MVP here, folks. Hopefully, if you're playing along, you're keeping up with us, or we're helping you out a goddamn lot. Giannis. Oh God, I have to spell his fucking last name. Antetokoum. Don't cheat. No, Antet- I know how to spell it. It's A N T E T O K O U N M P O. What the fuck? That is a talent, Go. John. Nice. Jokic. Okay, and then Jokic. Okay, so we have everyone from 88 to 2021. Now we're looking at the 1970. The That's uh, uh, McAdoo. Yes, Bob McAdoo. Yeah. We, I see all these Kareem ones. That's oh, literally Elgin what's Baylor. Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor. No. What? It's, Who won dude. MVP on the Lakers in 1975? That wasn't Will Chamberlain, Jerry West, or Elgin Baylor. Cream. Oh, well, we can't put him in. This is so okay. frustrating. A. Abdul Jabbar. Is there? Oh, there's two. Oh, yes. Oh, it's there's God. two B's. Folks, it's A B D U L J A B B A R. Good. Did it, God. Um, Walt Frazier win an MVP? Yep, he would be for the Knicks. No. Was it Bernard King? No. Earl Holy Monroe. fuck. Who would be the Knicks? Earl Monroe, maybe. There's no way. Bro, who the fuck on the 1969-70 Knicks? How is it not Bernard King? How is it not Walt Frazier? Or Walt Frazier. Yeah, is Frazier with an S? No. Dude, I, Bob Pettit. How do you spell your stupid okay, name? P e t t i t maybe. Oh, we got it. P e t t i t. Okay, we just need the Nick. Oh, Bill Walton for uh, uh, okay. seventy-seven, wow, seventy-eight. We need one person. We it's need the, the New York Knicks MVP in nineteen sixty-nine, nineteen seventy. So if we think about that team, John, they won. Who the oh, fuck was Frazier, on that team? Earl oh my Monroe. God, it's Willis Reed. It's Willis Reed. Willis Reed. Yeah, let's go. 100%. We did it with a minute 57 to go, Johnny. So we did. Uh, it took us so long because we couldn't spell Kareem. Like, that yeah, was we, tripping we me really, out so much because he has like we were eight, struggling six with spelling. slots. We were struggling with spelling. Um, it sucks when the guy who's won the most ever, you can't spell his name. Um, so we did that, Johnny, in five minutes and three seconds. Thanks, these, are it been a, these are fun. We're going to start doing these every episode. We'll change them up how we want to do it. Um, 
me and Peter did a Marvel one yesterday that went well. Um, but yeah, so good, good job on us, John. Again, if you, uh, first of all, if you've never used Sporkle, the website, ladies and gentlemen, endless entertainment, especially when you're working at the Cal Poly Rec Center and you're bored. Um, so we did the sports trivia. We'll, we're going to start doing that as much as we can because I think that's fun. Again, I'll have the link for this exact quiz in the podcast notes. Um, and then also today I want to end the show, John, with Florida Man of the Week. So this is oh, a segment where I'm pretty sure everyone's like pretty familiar with the concept of the Florida Man where you look up your birthday in Florida Man. And it's always like the most insane stories. Like fucking craziness that's going on in Florida. Um, They're just always like, from Florida. It's all just wild shit. Like, and you'll get it as we do this every Friday. The Florida Man of the Week um, will get some interesting topics. So what I'll do is, I basically I looked up today's date, October twenty second, in Florida Man. And this is what we'll do every Friday. Um, and so I'm gonna read to end today's podcast. I'm just gonna read this article and wish you all a great weekend. All right. Florida man accused of having sex with frozen toy at Target by Alexandra Rodriguez, October 22nd, 2019. Police arrested a Florida man on October 22nd after they say he did some questionable things to some toys at a Target, according to Pinella's Park Police Department. According to the affidavit, I should know how to pronounce that, but I don't. 20-year-old Cody Christopher Meter approached a frozen toy display at a Target in Pinellas Park, Florida. Meter grabbed an Olaf stuffed toy and proceeded to perform sexual acts on it on the floor, according to police. I believe that is the snowman from Frozen. Oh, yeah. Olaf is a sentient snowman who likes warm hugs and is a popular character in Disney's smash hit Frozen. The sequel to hit the movie, which will feature Olaf, is set to have another sequel premiere November 22nd. I guess this is a couple years ago. That's so funny that they promote the movie during this. Meter is also performed sexual acts on a large unicorn stuffed animal, according to the police department. Police wrote the toys could not be resold, and Target was forced to let it go following the incident. The items were promptly destroyed due to the circumstances. Well, I'm glad they didn't put the snowman back on the, the shelf after. You gave Olaf a little bit more than a hug. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus, dude. <laughs> Arrest this man. He's too horny. What the fuck? He just goes to Target. Just fucks him. Fucks the toys. He's <laughs> a menace. Holy shit. That's like one of the most like fucked up things. Like, that's just weird. Oh, my God. What if that's he's on like so bath salts or crack? Probably. Goddamn um, Floridians. Too many alligators. <laughs> Floridians. The, I will say, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but the other one, my other option of was it was a Florida woman who beat her husband to death with a hammer because he didn't share the pork chop at dinner with her. <laughs> she killed him with a hammer. Yeah, pretty rough. Um, so yeah, that was Florida Man of the Week. Uh, this one was funny. I would buy your uh, stuffed animals online, folks. Yeah, <laughs> Don't Jesus. go to Target. Jesus Christ. Um, all right, this has been episode 124. Uh, thank you to Mark for the awesome intro music for that we use every Friday. Thank you to Dustin Morgan, as usual, for always providing music as well. And um, thank you to John Robbins for joining. Thank you to Marley Thuma for the art. Thank you to you, the listener. It's a glorious Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Have a fantastic weekend. I love you. 
God bless. John, we'll see you next time. Yeah, thank you for having me. Later, folks.